Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill the Mead. <laughs> really creepy. <laughs> The pot, the tea is hot. What? It's what, baby? Disclaimer. The focus of this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the people and events mentioned in this episode are real due to the nature of historical storytelling, we cannot confirm the authenticity of specific details. That being said, please don't quote us in your history essay. Just enjoy the gossip for what it is. Gossip. 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 <laughs> there she is. All right. She's back. <laughs> she always back. Okay. Um. So... I'm so excited because today's episode is so fun. Maddie and I are in the Idaho Renaissance Fair Mm -hmm. as cast members. Mm -hmm. Uh, This will be our second year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we are so proud that last year we played some like made up characters. Yes. um, Of lower nobility. We kind of like, yeah. Yeah. We picked the family like we were Sforza's. But then we just kind of. uh, Yeah. Picked some Italian names that we liked. <laughs> and then just went for it. We went were like, for we're it. distant, distant cousins of the queen. Because yeah. that was like what we were allowed to be. And we were happy with it. We were oh. we were thrilled. Oh, so thrilled. Yeah. Still would be thrilled to have the same role oh, this yeah. year. God, it was but so fun. Yeah, we yeah, we were just a couple ladies in the Italian core. Um, this year we have been cast as real ass people. <laughs> Princesses. <laughs> <laughs> and that is important to us only because we were happy just being ladies. Oh, yeah. But little girls, because we were, like, matching. We were very mm-hmm. decked out in, like, jewelry and our yes. dresses are, like, very coordinating and cute. We, at one point, we had, like, a little bouquet of flowers. And we'd, like, find, yeah. like, all the little girls had little flowers out. Yes, yeah. so it was very cute. And they all thought we were princesses. And yes. how are you supposed to look a five-year-old girl in the eyes mm. and say... I'm not a princess. No, you don't. <laughs> you you don't. just be you like, say, thanks. Yeah, yeah hi. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Yeah, that's we, we just kind of tried to like, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We didn't confirm nor deny. Really. No. Uh-huh. But this time. But this time we can be like, yes. I mean. We are. God, we had like the, um, like the circlets with like the little jewels hanging in the middle of our forehead. Maybe like, that's what threw. We were so princess. princess. Yeah, yeah. It was very princess We've got to like upgrade that. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Can but we yeah. have like actual tiaras this year? <laughs> okay. Well. <clears throat> um. Maddie doesn't know who our characters are. No clue. If you listen to, was it last week's episode or the one before? Was it? It was probably both. <laughs> yes. We, <laughs> I said that I was going to tell Maddie over an episode. Yes. Because I thought that'd be more fun. And it's so that's fun. what we're doing. Um, so. I know um, nothing. And there is no way. I don't know Italian history very well at all. So there is no way I have heard of these people at all. Maybe. No. Maybe. Oh. We'll see. God, oh man, I'm going to be so embarrassed when I have no no clue. No, but we definitely, definitely have reoccurring characters. Um, (gasps) Okay. So I would also like to note to our listeners, it will never be a requirement to listen to previous episodes to understand the newer ones, unless it's like a part one, part two, obviously. Um, Listening to the Margaret of Austria episodes will give some fun and interesting context to this episode. They're like I said, they're reoccurring characters. I have a guess, but again, not a requirement. This episode will be easily understood if you haven't heard those episodes. This podcast is also for people who know very little about history. Our goal is to make history fun, interesting, and comprehensive for everyone. 
So um, I just want to say for context's sake when this takes place, but mm-hmm. I first want to know what your guess is. Maximilian. Is a reoccurring character? Yes. Yes. Okay. Philip. Right? It has to be if it's Maximilian. Yeah. Philip, Philip the yes. First. Yes. yes. He's, okay. a, he's a reoccurring character. Okay. Ooh. Margaret as well. Did Margaret say that? Briefly, but yes. Okay. She's oh, mentioned. Oh, man. No. That. Okay. Whoa. Is oh, there you're more? Die. Like, Wana? Wana the Mad? <gasps> no. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> You'll just. You're. Oh, my God. Is it Philibert? Okay, there is a Philibert in this, but it is not okay. that Philibert. Isn't oh, that weird? Okay. God, okay. But no, Margaret is like, and your character's life is a big role in her life. <gasps> what? Yes. Okay. Oh so, God. Okay. Um, this takes place around early 16th century in the Roman Empire. That's my century. Which, if you don't know, the Roman Empire was huge and at this time consisted of like current day Austria, some of Northern Italy, Germany, like just. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. Like all the books I wanted to read about our characters are all in German. Oh, cool. Okay. (laughs) Just like like the Anna Buskler thing. It was just all in German. And so I was just shit out of luck. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I do have a German friend and I might start forcing her to read all these books for (laughs) me and like translating them, but okay. That being said, let's take it back to our guy. Our third time, technically fourth time, if you count part one, part twos, Mm -hmm. returning character, Maximilian I, the Holy Roman Emperor. Now, Maddie told us in the Margaret of Austria episode about Maximilian's first two wives, but Maddie, do you happen to know who Max's third and final wife was? (laughs) No. You, bitch. It's you. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) you. When I was four years old, I had a pet rat named Bianca, and she was my little white world, and I know that whatever Ew. afterlife is out there, she's waiting for me. Like, I loved her. So, and if we, again, you don't have to listen to the past episodes, but if you had, you know that this whole time I'm like, mm, do I like Maximilian? I think I do. Oh, yeah. And okay. now we're married. Yep. So now ah! we're going to get into like their relationship and stuff too. Ew. Okay. So, already and she was a Holy Roman Empress, okay. which Maximilian's first two wives were not. I mean, his second wife was like, that marriage was an old. So oh, <laughs> that yeah. barely even counts. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Man, huh? She is daughter of Duke. Oh, fuck. I always forget how to pronounce this. Galeazzo. Galeazzo. I just gotta keep that in mind. I'm not gonna remember that. Nope. Galeazzo. I, I was saying it over and over like, to myself Gali. to remember. Like, <laughs> Galeazzo. It's like Yahtzee. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, she is the daughter of Duke Galeazzo Maria Sforza oh and the Bona of Savoy. She's the absolute beauty of the ages. Savoy. And Maddie's character in this year's fair... Sorry, I got I got hung up on Savoy. Savoy. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be getting into my character later. Uh, she isn't quite as cool, and older oh, sister wait. should go first. She's cool. I'm, I'm happy to be her. To be clear, like okay. I of the two sisters, I feel like you should be the older one. I should be like it. Just they fit us. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, okay. No, okay. I'm okay. Okay. Thrilled with okay. mine. Um, and I feel like 
there's less information about my character, which puts less pressure on me. Well, that's <laughs> to, like, remember fun, a lot too, because we can speculate. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I love to speculate. Okay. So, I think it it's perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Bianca Maria Sforza, who I will be referring to as just Bianca, because that's a cute-ass name. It's so cute. Was born April 5th, okay. 1472 in Pavia, which is current-day Northern Italy area. Mm-hmm. But April 5th, channel those Aries vibes, oh, Maddie. I, uh, every time I'm near you, I channel mm-hmm. the Aries oh, vibes. Yeah. So. And- an Aries Bianca I'm is gonna a have true Aries. To like grow some balls real sign. fast. <laughs> I think like a Pisces is probably the opposite of it. But we're a lot alike. It's we weird. We are a lot alike. Though. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In our own fire sign, water sign ways. Yep. Somehow we are opposites, but exactly like we're coordinated, not matching. Yes, that's our that's our thing. That's yes. our whole shtick. Yes, we are coordinated, it not matching been. in everything we do. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay. But being an Aries is just one of the aspects that rounded out who Bianca was going to be as a person. For instance, she got married when she was a bit young. Um, Mm -hmm. Her first marriage happened when she was 21 months old. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say like, oh no. (laughs) Poor me. 21 months. Okay. In my prime. (laughs) (laughs) Living it up. 21 run. Wow. Months. Months, though. Months. <laughs> uh, she was married to her first cousin, Aww. the Duke of Savoy. Yeah. <laughs> he was eight years old and named Philibert. Okay, stop. Another birdie Another boy. Another birdie boy. Just like Margaret of Austria episode. Uh, yeah. This is... Okay, okay I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to pull a Kanye. Yeah. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I just have to say, like, don't you... Do you ever... Listeners, you too. Do you ever just feel like the universe gives you signs that you're just right where you need to be? Yeah. Like... What are the odds that, like, we started this podcast and our characters <laughs> overlap right? in this year's renaissance? We're, like, so perfectly. Yes, Savoy! Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and it just... Wow. It's the universe giving you signals. <sighs> it really is so perfect. And, I mean, your name's Bianca? That was your rat's name? That's my rat's it's name. It's literally perfect. No, it yeah, could not be more literally, perfect. Yeah. Literally perfect. Oh, uh, wow. This young marriage didn't really affect her childhood a ton because she's really young, so nothing is expected of her in the marriage yet. Yeah. Um, but another harsh component of Bianca's life is her father. Her father, Gariazzo, mm-hmm. was an absolute fucking asshole. Oh, no. To the highest degree yeah and to Um, you too because we're sisters yeah that's probably confusing me talking i'm like i should not be in ren fair mode right now (laughs) oh (laughs) no i'd be thinking of it as like us our father yeah i'm all Um, attached yeah oh yeah but um Uh i never thought i would be one to like omit information from you and like our listeners but i am legitimately unable to stomach the things that this man did like i do not want to put it into words wow he was that fucking like horror movie like violent yeah so he would torture everyone okay um men women enemies friends uh in the most horrifically cruel ways he was a murderer a rapist just overall an absolute fucking piece of shit i'm not kidding it was like some of the most disgusting stuff i had ever heard yeah wow Uh so that's fucking yikes yeah that provides a lot of Uh backstory eventually three men from prominent families came together and conspired to murder him okay good yeah (laughs) i I would never think that i would say that but holy shit thank god yeah oh yeah (laughs) 
Uh-huh. Especially back then, it was, you know, it was a doggy dog world oh, out there. Yeah. Like, eat the, guy, eat the mean dog, you he know? He had to go. Yeah. He, he really had to go. Um, the day after Christmas, there was a feast being held to celebrate St. Stephen. Um, and it was at St. Stephen's Church. Um, the three men approached him, spoke to him. No one knows what was said. But one of the men was kneeling before Galezio. Galeazzo. Oh, God damn it. Nope, you're good. Was kneeling before Galeazzo. And then, bam, reached forward, stabbing Galeazzo in the groin. Oh, in the groin. I just, it was, that's, that's poetry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like, that's Beautiful like a justice. slow, a slow one, too. Like, uh-huh. you're really going to, like, oh, bleed Unfortunately, out. no. Oh, really? Then they reached up and stabbed him in the chest. Oh, okay. Also, you bleed, like, a lot through your groin, apparently. I guess there is, like, <laughs> artery. Yeah. Because, still, like... I mean, well, if you're gonna, like, bleed out, like, what's the be... fastest you can bleed out? That's you true. Know? It's still gonna, like, take a bit, right? But and I feel like it would suck. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe just get, like, kind of dizzy and, like, fall asleep and don't still, know. He still felt someone stab him in the groin. Yeah. <laughs> still here That's for that. That's alarming he, AF, He was dude. so disgusting that, like, <laughs> this was justice. Okay. Um, okay. He was dead pretty quickly, and all three conspirators were, unfortunately, caught and executed. Oh. Don't love that for them. Um... As far as I could tell, all this happened in the presence of his children. Hopefully, it didn't it didn't seem to affect them too much. Bianca was only four. Yeah. At the time. Oh, I'm going to repress that so hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's repressed. Pretend like that never fucking happened. Yeah. Um, and Were my you... character was five months old. No. Yeah. Little baby. Little baby Little sister. Baby. Yep. I'll um, repress it for you. So, I just, I do want to just, like, pause. Get your feelings on... <sighs> On Galeazzo, his murder, execution of his assassinators, how this could affect his children going forward. Because now they're out without their breadwinner, without their father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first marriage was to the Duke of Savoy. What's our dad's title? Duke. Oh, he's also Duke. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's gotta be like something big. Right. I'm missing. But is she like gonna so, remarry somebody? Well, or? they needed a new father figure in their life. Uh-huh. Um and you know, Bianca's just a little baby. Little baby. Yeah, so is her sister, her little <laughs> sister, whose name is Anna, by the way. Anna. Yeah, cute. which I love the name Anna. Um, so they are off to live with their uncle. Okay. Um, you will recognize this name, I believe, Ludovico no. Sforza. Yeah. Yes. So the queen in this year's fair is Ludovico and Galeazzo's sister. No. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 So that's how we're related to the royalty there. Um, Love that. Yes. So her uncle had a lot going on in his life. If you know anything about Ludovico, mm-hmm. uh, he had a lot going on. So he didn't put much effort into Bianca's education, and she was basically to do whatever she wanted. Okay. <laughs> what she wanted to do was needlework. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we already do needlework at fair, so that's we very do. cute. We do, yes. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So, um, mind you, this is not to say that Bianca was not tutored or anything. She just wasn't raised to be the yeah. duchess that she was because right, she, yeah. she's married right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. To, like, like to run a household yes. and all of that. Yeah, like yeah. Margaret was raised to be a queen because mm-hmm. she got married at a young age. Yeah. But Ludovico didn't do that for Bianca, unfortunately. Yeah. That's kind of setting her up for yeah. failure a little bit. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. That's, I. at one point, I literally say, like, he set her up for failure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because she wasn't taught the manners or customs and was just left to her own devices. Um... And now Bianca is 10, 
and her cousin husband dies oh at 17 years old of oh. tuberculosis oh man well mm-hmm. i'll get Leaving you every time a little bianca a widow <laughs> so uh, crazy okay a little 10 year old bianca yeah. As we know, this is not going to fly for her male relatives. No. Women must be married off to help the family, of course. And so, meanwhile, the king of Hungary is just sitting on one kid, John, who is illegitimate. That's his only child. Okay. Um, he's John is the son of the king and his mistress, not the current living queen. There are no other heirs. So he's looking for a good match for his son so that he can legitimize his son's right to become the Duke of Austria. Um, And him and Ludovico were like, this is a great deal. The Sforzas will be tied to royalty. The King of Hungary will legitimize his son with a marriage to a Sforza. Um, And an engagement is announced between the 12-year-old John and Bianca, who is now 13 years old. Okay. Love you, John. I'm uh-huh. ready. Yep. <laughs> and get ready for a blast from the past. <laughs> because <laughs> Bianca and John are married two years later by proxy. By proxy. <laughs> Always getting married by proxy. Oh, man. But alas, it's not meant to be. Okay. Okay. Because the Queen of Hungary is like, um... Hi, husband. I'm putting up with enough. You've already made John's mother, you know, your mistress, part of our royal court. Because he did that. He let her be part of the royal court. And now you're going to legitimize her son, too? Like, fuck no. Yeah. Absolutely not. And so a formal wedding never actually took place. And they just moved on. Okay, so it, there was a marriage by, by proxy, and it was just an old, I, I'm assuming. Okay. And they just moved, because they never had a formal marriage. They just moved on. Motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, third time's a charm. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Bianca was just shy of 20 years old, and a marriage is briefly considered between her and James IV of Scotland. Ooh. Maddie, being my tutor expert, yep, yep, you yep. probably know that that didn't work out because James ended up yep, marrying Mary Margaret, yep, yeah. King Henry VIII's <laughs> sister, Margaret. And it went terribly. Oh, that would oh, be a, oh, no. a whole episode. Okay, we're, I'm putting that in my pocket. Poor Margaret. I mean, for you, you're you're doing all the tutor things. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> have to tell me that. Um, now we have to move forward again with Ludovico trying to find another match I'm for Bianca. I'm getting old, man. Time's ticking. It's really... And we're, like, on so many just failed marriages, yeah. engagements. So she's a widow. Like, God, this is... Is a lot. As an Women Aries, really were put through it back then. Oh yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah, I'm oh, pissed. I'm fire yeah, sign Aries. Yeah, I'm throwing a tantrum. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, he finds a new match a few years later in Maximilian the First, King mm. of the Holy Roman Emperor, <laughs> Emperor Empire, father to Margaret of Austria <laughs> from a previous episode. Yay! We love her. Yes, love Margaret of oh, Austria. Still man. my favorite episodes. Um, Max, as he was looking for his second or technically third wife, yeah, um, talks to his astrologer <sighs> about his horoscope, as one does. I literally wrote, as one should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, coordinated, yeah. but not matched. Yeah. <laughs> Who tells him that he'll find a young woman, quote, devoted to her husband, decent and righteous, and who would bring him benefits and prosperity, but she herself would be sickly and unhappy. 
Oh, End man. Quote. He's going to put that on me? <laughs> oh, man. Don't you put that on a Ricky Bobby? Don't you put that on me? <laughs> <laughs> Mary Maximilian, who is... So she marries Maximilian, who is not doing great financially right now. Okay. And he receives 400,000 ducats as her dowry. Yeah. You're welcome, uh-huh. hubby. I just had to find out what the current day equivalent oh, yes. is. Oh, yes. Love this. Okay. Because I, I did my best. It's very, It's not like usually you can like just type it in some yeah. website and it'll pop up. It, it was not. I had to actually like do math. It Google's was like, not fun. like, what the fuck is a ducat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It? And there's like two different things you have to consider. One is like there's the buying power of a ducat back then compared to like what that would be now. Okay. And also the fact that ducats were made of gold and Ooh. how much that gold would be worth now. Yeah. So those okay. are two different things. Okay, okay, okay. So either way, the fuck ton of money. Um, in buying power, 400,000 ducats today would be the equivalent to over 10 million US dollars. <laughs> I'm worth every, <laughs> every last ducat, sucks. bitches. Um, However, a ducat itself was a piece of gold weighing at 3.5 grams. I did the math because I had to know. And 3.5 grams of gold today is worth over $200. Whoa. Meaning the value of 400,000 ducats today, like in the gold itself, melted down, is over $80 million. $80 million dollars everybody did you hear that yeah that's my diary uh, yeah when i wrote no that i literally had to like sit back for a second and be like 80 that's my that's my fucking net dollars. worth right there yeah, yeah. yeah. wow 80 fucking million dollars that's oh, insane my God. yeah it's also crazy to me that like people were just like passing around like gold you yeah. know like could you imagine like going well, to the like gas station gold. yeah, yeah. being like here like just gold, out. gold. Yeah. yeah like that's so crazy and to me I, I also want to just, like, to put this in perspective, as a little side note, um, Ludovico gets married around this time, and his wife's dowry was 40000 <laughs> Mine, my characters, yeah. 40000 God, why? You were $400,000. <laughs> I wonder why, though. Like, oh. what was... Why? He's I mean, the king. Yeah, and I mean, that like, was the it, deal. Yeah. So they were each getting something out of it because and Maximilian was getting the money and he was in debt. He needed it. Mm-hmm. And then Ludovico out of it was getting um, a legitimized, like, his his dukedom. <laughs> the dukedom. <laughs> his, yeah, he is the Duke of Milan. It would be legitimized by Maximilian right. once they're married. So Gosh. they were each getting something out of it, really. Yeah. Damn. Um, on top of all this, the wedding sounds expensive and incredible and gorgeous. The streets are lined with columns covered in ivy. The houses lining the streets are dressed in satin and frescoes. Bianca shows up to her wedding decked out. This is what Beatrice de Este, Ludovico's wife. Beatrice so, de Este. Yes. So Bianca's aunt wrote to her sister about the wedding. And I've actually read this to you years ago when we first got on with the Idaho Renaissance Fair. I read part of this letter to you. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know if you'll... The universe lining up. It's really coming right back. That's crazy. Okay. Lay it on me. Um, The queen wore a... It sounds weird to say toilette. Is it toilette? (laughs) Toilette. (laughs) Wore a toilette of crimson satin embroidered with stripes of gold and covered with precious stones. Her train was of immense length. 
as also her hanging sleeves, whose shape made them appear like two wings, and these produced a splendid effect. Her headdress was composed of magnificent diamonds and pearls. Yeah, they were. Yep. Am I going to cry? I'm, isn't that beautiful? Wow. Um, her bodice was like absolutely covered in like these strings of just jewels. Um, the jewelry itself has been lost to time. However, in I believe it was 2019, Swarovski recreated it <gasps> and put it on display. I don't know how historically accurate it is, but it looks It's gotta stunning. be like at least a little bit. Oh, like at least a little bit. I have a picture of it for you. And we will post this picture on our Instagram. Yes. Oh my god. Go ahead and describe it, Maddie. Okay. So, oh, whoa. So, up top, we <laughs> have... It's, just, it's glitter. It's glitter, yeah. <laughs> we have, like, this beautiful cap. Gosh, I that sounds Head bad. bandy looking, like, yes. big... It's like if you, yeah, like God, picture like (laughs) it's fitted to the head, almost like a swim cap. That sounds gross, but it's not. And it's It's just literally covered with diamonds, and it like almost comes up in like what looks like a center part, kind of, and then comes Mm -hmm. down. Yeah, and then oh my God, it goes into this. What's that neckline called? Like the square neckline. Do you know. know what I'm talking about? It's t- now square Is it just line. called square? Okay. <laughs> no, no, that's what well, we're calling it. Like the boxy, you know, like the square neckline and then the whole thing and like little cap sleeves and then it's all just diamonds. It's just literally diamonds. like dripping. Yeah. Literally dripping in diamonds. Literally. Like, or crystals or whatever it's it is. Yeah. Swear off skates on. It's is... crystals. But yeah, it's like just dripping in them. Yeah. Just like strings of all them. the way to the ground. Yeah. And yeah. is that sheer? It looks sheer off the bottom. I can't tell because if this that, black. That's the jewelry that went on top of her dress. So that has nothing to do with her actual dress. That was just her jewelry. Yeah. Okay. So coming off of this bodice, like from like the bottom of it, it's just sheer. I don't even know how they would have done this back in the day. It looks like stars in the night sky. It literally looks like stars. Yeah. On Like just Uh diamonds sparkling on this sheer fabric that goes all the way to the grounds. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. No, the <laughs> wow. It gets better because I I have more to show you. Oh my god. Um, Bianca was just gorgeous without all the jewels and satin line streets. She was known to be an absolute beauty. Nombie. There is actually a portrait painted of her that many experts think is painted by Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, wow. Okay. gorgeous. She is beautiful. Wow. The painting is called La Bella Principessa. La Bella Principessa. And here's the picture, Maddie. Oh, it looks like a Leonardo God. da Vinci. I'm no expert, but it looks like a Leonardo da Vinci oh, yeah, painting. I would believe it. Like, yeah. Oh, the colors. We will post the... this too oh, on yeah. Instagram. I love things like this too because God, it like it really gives an insight to like what they were wearing. Which yes, I, okay. Like historians are like, well, who knows if they're wearing that? You know, you dress your best for a portrait or whatever. Right. It could mm-hmm. be embellished, but it wouldn't be far off. You know, like no, they didn't make this up. Yeah. Yeah, it oh. wouldn't be like too wild compared to what they're actually no. wearing. Oh my god! And that was actually one of the reference. This picture, La Bella Principe- Principessa, was actually one of the pictures I used as reference when you and I were trying to figure out how to do our hair for last year's fair. I was going to say, yeah, mm-hmm. that is very the, like, similar. Yes, the middle part with the long braid down the back. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Again, this will be on our Instagram as well. Yeah. Um. So now this Bella Principessa is the queen of the Roman Empire. Um, I feel like we've talked a lot about things that have happened to Bianca, Mm -hmm. but not enough about, like, 
who she is as a person. Oh, good. Do we have insight on that? A little bit. A tiny bit. Um, great. She's very, as we heard before, she's very into embroidery. Mm-hmm. Cute. She's also very talkative and charming. Okay. She, I love that for her. She's a bit naive. Um, but Ludovico really set her up for failure in yeah. that way. He was supposed to be in charge of her education and upbringing. Um, he knew she'd marry well. Like, even after she became a widow, he knew she'd marry well. Yeah. He should have known that she needed to be brought up like she was going to be a queen. Right. Um, God, what a... Mm. Yeah, and like prepared for the life that would come with that. I know. Who knows what mm-hmm. she could have done, what she could have been right? with like a proper education. I know. Ludovica. Um, she's, she's an Aries. She's pretty indulgent. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit moody. Okay. And she's fiery. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fun. She was unfortunately sort of prone to becoming ill. She was just known in general to be sickly. Just a little sickly, okay. Yeah. But Maddie, in general, I think I would probably say that you're a little bit sickly. I am. Maddie's very prone to being like <laughs> nauseous. I'm nauseous <laughs> all the time. 24 7. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be like, chill, nothing wrong, not sick, going about my day. It's like, oh, I'm going to puke, blit. Yeah. And like, do. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like see, nothing. So I was like, wrong. Oh, okay, you know, that kind of that kind of fits with Maddie. Last year, you were trying not to throw up because you were pregnant at last was, year's fair. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, that would have really helped last year if you'd been <laughs> Bianca. You'd been like, oh, I'm Bianca. I'm sickly. I can, I can challenge that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be nauseous that day anyways for who knows because I'm excited. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just nauseous by nature. Yeah. Yep. But I love Bianca. Um, she seems like an awesome person, especially considering her background. Yeah. Like her father was a psychopath. God, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh the thing is, Maximilian fucking hates her. Oh, okay. Like, Damn. Literally can't stand her. Man, I, God, is this going to seal the deal on Maximilian with me? Because, again, I wanted it, to like him. It did for me, okay. to be honest. Damn, um, okay. They consummate the marriage, and he dips. He sends her to live in a separate palace, rarely sees her. Um, he mentioned at one point that he, she was more beautiful than his first wife, the mother of Margaret of Austria. Mm-hmm. Um that she was more beautiful than her, but that she was not as wise. He just didn't like how talkative she was. Okay. And, a little too, a little too naive. Yeah. Maybe a little too immature for him, but like, yeah. I don't know, work on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I know marriages back then weren't the way they are now, but like, come on. Um, She supposedly, it's kind of like, I've heard different things, different places, but she supposedly had a few miscarriages, but never conceived a child. But it wasn't as important because Maximilian already had children from his first wife. He had mm-hmm. Philip and Margaret, and Bianca loved her stepchildren. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. She adored them, loved being with them. They weren't like horribly younger than her. They were like, uh, Philip was six years younger, I think, and okay. then Margaret was eight years oh. younger. But she was just like very youthful in nature, Bianca was. And so yeah. they just got along really well. Oh. And um, it was reported, I don't remember the exact quote, but that she, um, Bianca was always like, um, a a child playing on the floor like that was the vibe she gave off I guess okay like she was always just, just like childish and fun yeah. and just just this a sweetie pie childlike sense of I wonder always yeah. yeah I love people like that yeah because there's nothing to say that she was like I don't know petty or 
I don't, immature in any yeah, like bad immature, sort of way. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. like a, the negative immature. Again, it's like that. Yeah, that naive immaturity kind of thing. Exactly. But they're still great to be around. Like you're right, a good person, really fun and bubbly. And, yeah. 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 Exactly. It kind of brings you, you know, brings you back to right. your child like yes, self. We were kids. You know? yes. Yeah. Bring that out of you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maximilian just did not care for her either way, and when traveling together. It it was said that he would leave her behind sometimes when he couldn't afford to pay as a promise that he would come back and pay. Like, he'd leave her behind <gasps> a security. She was collateral? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Uh, and she suffered due to his neglect. Oh, she was no. trying her best as queen. Um, she was a bit of a spender. Okay. But, like, she, her dowry was, like, fucking $80 million. Yeah, she probably what doesn't. Would you expect? She's used to yeah, spending. she doesn't have She doesn't know any other way. Great concept no. of how, yeah, like, that's all she knows. Yeah, how much a ducat's worth. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, yeah, she was trying her best. She continued trying as she became empress when Maximilian was elected as emperor. She would even mediate between her uncle and Maximilian. So I'm saying she could not have been that immature unwise like she's mediating like she was taking part politically yeah she had all the tools there it Uh sounds like it was just formal polishing yep of yeah i think that's exactly what it is dang yeah she she knew what needed to be done yeah a little bit too wild i don't know but maximilian did not give her credit where credit was due and i think she was much more capable than what he thought Uh, As years went by, Bianca became very depressed. Basically, everyone blames Maximilian for this. He would bring her... He wouldn't bring her to royal events a lot of the time. God. Yep. Okay. Um, He wouldn't visit her or communicate with her. He only ever wrote her two letters. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Huh. Um, She was just withering away into nothing. No. And he knew it. So he eventually sent someone to give her a bloodletting. Oh, great. Yeah. How loving. Which I'm sure would have killed her. Yeah. Like, if she's already withering away. Yeah, and she's sickly she, anyways. And now, yes. yeah. Oh, and man. she was, like, emaciated at this point. Um, She refused the bloodletting, though. But still died not long after at the age of 38. 38. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Okay. Um, But, you know, the run fair is happening before she's dead, so it's all good. <laughs> how how old how old am I at the rim fair? Do we know yet? I I have not been told what year it's what taking year we place are. Okay. in, but wasn't last year ninety four, which would make her yes. in her twenties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was it twenty two? Did I say she was born in? I don't remember. Seventy two. I I believe okay. seventy two or seventy four. So she'll either be twenty or twenty two. Yeah. So Ooh. yeah, great. Um, her cause of death. In one place, it said that it was an overconsumption of snails. Okay. I have no Damn, fucking idea. Damn, that'll get you. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> what? She was just eating her feelings. <laughs> like, bring me the escargot. Yeah, don't even cook them. Fuck it. Bring it to me. I'm a slurp it. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and you die. Okay. And she just died. Um, but the cause of death was literally known as a wasting sense. Uh, syndrome. You literally waste away. Oh Your fat God. and muscle waste away. And it's not it's similar to like starving to death. Yeah. But when you starve to death, your fat is wasting away as equally as your muscle. Uh-huh. But whatever she had going on, um, her muscle was going faster than her fat even. Okay. If she oh. even had any on her body at this point. Right. Um, 
this is usually caused now, like we know, this is usually caused by cancer, AIDS, heart failure, something really serious. Okay. Um, so we have to wonder if there was some underlying cause there. Yeah. And maybe that's why she was sickly her whole life, you know, exactly. if she had something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she had cancer her whole life and never yeah. knew because you wouldn't. How would you know? Yeah. yeah you wouldn't then. Um, but Maximilian didn't see this is what like really sets in stone for Maximilian with okay. me. Uh, Maximilian didn't really care about her death. Uh, he didn't even bother to show up for her funeral. Wow. Or give her a gravestone. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that, at that point, I was like, okay, no, fuck you. Yeah, like, I'm not shocked. I mean, I hate that he didn't show up for the funeral, but that kind of seems like Maximilian at this point. We were trying um, to give him credit where credit I was due. Well, I, a lot of the context wasn't him necessarily as a husband. He seemed right. fairly good to Margaret as far as fathers at the, time, the time went. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that kind of thing. But I mean, he was a dick to Anne, his second he was White too and so he abandoned her yeah. yeah so this is kind of his mo but not doing a gravestone is like for some reason that's what's like getting me right i know like I, that feels like the bare minimum yeah she was, I mean, she was buried in a beautiful place Roman empress yeah. it should You're be not... a huge you should have a huge fucking shrine to her wow huh yeah huh. i like would expect the fucking taj mahal if yeah that were me i don't love that that level but um i in my personal opinion from what I was reading, what it kind of felt like is that Margaret and Philip's mother, his first wife, yeah, was, was it for his him. Lady. Yeah. yeah. And after that, he compared everyone to her and no one was ever good enough. Yes. And no one filled her shoes the way he wanted them to. Right. Yeah. He didn't even try with Anne. And nope. so, yeah, with her. No. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's sad. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm pretty in the camp of hating him now. Um, but onto my character. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's not nearly as long. It's actually just going to be like a bookend here. Bianca had a little sister. The youngest of the siblings, four years Bianca's junior, is Maria and or Anna Maria Sforza. Anna Maria. Yes. She's only five months old when their father is assassinated and then is betrothed to Prince Alfonso de Este mm. by her uncle Ludovico. Mm-hmm. And this ends up being a whole bubble carriage. <laughs> double oh, bubble carriage. marriage. <laughs> bubble carriage, double marriage. Bubble carriage, double marriage. To unite the Sforzas and the Este families. Wow. Yep. And you like got married and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. just right out of the shoot. Oh, uh, yeah. Imagine so that. She finally, she was betrothed from a very young age, but. Um, to a prince. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Anna Sforza married Alfonso de Este at age 17 on the same day that Ludovico Sforza married Beatrice de Este. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, looking up what Anna was like was a bit of a ride because there are so many sources saying how wonderful she is. Mm-hmm. And then if you, like, just hop onto, like, the general Wikipedia page, uh-huh. it it's frankly offensive. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, she's, like, blonde and without femininity. Like, okay. I don't know how those go hand in hand, but sure. Yeah. Blonde and without femininity. And then it says that she preferred to dress like a man, which, like, I love that vibe for her. That's great. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, that she, like, refused to sleep with her husband. Um, like... 
I mean, if you don't want to, I guess that's fine too. I don't mind. This, yeah, this but like, is giving me it was a very a, big Emily. <laughs> right? A bit. I know. I'm like, you know, the blonde, that's great for me. I'm just offended about the without no, femininity. Yeah, that's, vibe. that's not going to, not okay with that's that. That's not going to work. That um, doesn't make sense for you. And it just seems unlikely to me because her full blooded sister, Bianca, is gorgeous. So, I mean, in portraits, they look. She looks like a blonde version of her sister. Oh, okay. And so I have a then, picture. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Which we will also be posting. Yeah. Oh, what? No. She's cute pie. She's very cutie With pie. With a very weak jawline, tiny little lips. She kind of looks like me a little bit. A little bit. She's okay. <laughs> we're, we're both doing okay. We're From not like, ugly. <laughs> We've got the weak jawline. I think that know? she's super cute and you are beautiful. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate I, that. But yeah, she's you know she's got the blonde eyebrows and well, she's doing great. Did back I think then. she's doing great. I think that that portrait of her is more flattering than the uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, see, one I, of. I think the just the opposite. But that is just the way How we, we work. Yeah, <laughs> the the Leonardo da Vinci one um, of Bianca almost like parts of that looked like masculine to me, like really? the jawline and stuff. Oh yeah. wow! But I mean, okay. I thought she was yeah, beautiful see, I and I loved opposite. it. Yeah. So I thought that that um, that Anna looked more feminine. Well, that's perfect go. because we're always each other's biggest fans. Yeah, and so that is just, of course, going to translate into this as well. We're gonna post both of them. Let's know. Oh, Let's yeah. know what you think. You're gonna see all of them. <laughs> um, and okay, a quote I found from another source says, "Quote: um, As a young woman, very beautiful and kind. There we go. Thank you." She was certainly an educated woman, reserved, intelligent, of a character opposite to that of Alfonso de Este, mm-hmm. impulsive and attracted to the practical side of life, which I'm sorry, but that seems like the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> impulsive mm-hmm. and attractive to the practical side? I didn't understand that. but um, he's, Yeah, he's very practical with his impulses. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? As well as a distracted and unfaithful husband. And unfaithful Alfonso was indeed. He gave Anna. Guess what, STD? Oh, was it syphilis? It was fucking syphilis. Oh, no, Anna. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweetheart. Um, This disease was likely the reason that Anna, at age 24, gave birth to a stillborn girl oh. and then died in childbirth. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's I had the hard cancer. part. Is like, yeah. <laughs> like, reading into this, I was like, we know that there's no way either of our stories are going to end well. No. Yeah, no. But, you know, we're just going to pick a happy point in our lives yep. and portray those we're, people at fair. We're going to be so, together. Yes. So that's our happy moment. Exactly. Yeah. It, well, I'm interested to know what year the fair is and how old you are. Right, like what's going on? Like what title I've got going? Like I'll I'll nurture your syphilis. We're gonna have to age ourselves up, you know, if it is ninety four again. Because if you're gonna be like twenty, yeah, I can't, can't be sixteen. There's no way I'm gonna pass for a sixteen year old. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll we'll just push it up. I can be twenty. You can be twenty four. I. It's one of those things where, like, if someone at the Renaissance Fair comes up and they're like, "Well, that doesn't make sense," because in fourteen ninety four, I'm just gonna be like. <laughs> Good Friday. I really appreciate yeah. your passion. That was on us. 
and maybe just get over it and enjoy yeah. the fair. Go get a turkey did leg. You, did you have fun ruining it for yourself? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just roll with it. Yeah. There's I'll also burst fairies. Tears. Yeah, there's fairies running around yeah. here, too. Did you yeah. know that? There's Those pirates. Yeah. yeah, there's a mermaid, a literal mermaid over She's there. She's awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you just roll with it. Guys. Yes, maybe just. That's, but you know what? I've never met anyone like that at fairs, though. No, I think we're good. They are always yeah. so awesome. We were worried about that before our first fair, that people were going to grill us, and yeah. they just did not. No, not Everyone, even. Everyone, I have never felt better about myself in my entire life everyone was so freaking nice yeah, the people the people who are part of the casting renaissance fairs the people going like are just the best people so nice please go to a renaissance fair oh my gosh if it's, you gone, it's not as intimidating as you think it is maddie and i were nervous before our first fair yeah we thought it'd be intimidating yeah. and it was absolutely not Ugh. we were worried we'd look overdressed we felt underdressed way underdressed but then yeah also not stupidly no like you can also you you don't have to be able to afford a really nice costume to go either no you don't yeah, and you can like whatever yeah and people start like real small on their costumes you kind of build on to whatever it's mm-hmm. fun you know yeah it's yeah. so fun we are like volunteers also like we are not at all getting like paid no. to say yeah. go to your th- we just love it that much like this we, is yeah, so genuine we're so passionate yeah, about like, it and you will be too like just even if you don't you know want to be in character and interact like just to go walk around and watch other yes. people do it is so fun exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah go to a renaissance fair just google it find one in your area yeah there, there, there is one yeah. yeah there's one in your area they're everywhere um okay <laughs> back to the syphilis yeah, wow sorry <laughs> anyway <laughs> we gotta get back, back to the syphilis to Syphilis. <laughs> so I've just died of syphilis. Yeah. Um, Alfonso was unable to attend the funeral because his face was covered in a syphilis rash. Ooh. Yeah. How'd that get there? Oopsie. Anna. Uh-huh. That's not how you have babies. <laughs> and he later married Lucrezia Borgia. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. There it is. And had six children with her. And this marriage overshadowed the memory of Anna, and she is largely a forgotten princess. Well, because of Lucrezia, not any more. Not anymore. Yeah, no. I remember you, Anna. I am you. Everyone will after <laughs> this Renaissance good. Fair. They're all gonna, They're all gonna after know. This. <laughs> Better watch out. <laughs> But that is the story of the Sforza sisters. Wow. Yes, sister, sister. <laughs> Uh, That's what they're <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, and that is the story. That is uh, so exciting. Anna. That's awesome. Like we're oh man. I see what you're saying. I have I have a lot of studying to do. Yeah, see, this oh. is why I was like, it's there's a lot less about my character. She also lived over ten years less. Yes. Yeah. Um but and was not a queen and things kind of seemed to go a little smoother like yes. you got betrothed and you got married to the guy and then, yep. that, was, and then yeah. and that was it until <laughs> yep. she died yeah. yeah um so i i think it's great because you are a researcher yeah like you do love i mean so I do study i for, but yeah. i think it would destroy me like i think i would get so nervous if there was this much about if there was like a lot about my character you are yeah you are a lot better like i like having I like tell me what like how tall do i need to be like yeah. what my yeah, like, i, I need to know everything yeah <laughs> where yeah you like bring a lot of like you know you like yourself and like I just personality wanna, yeah, and like I just a lot bring yeah. me into it so that i 
it's not you are not rigid hard. like <laughs> i am yeah where i like yeah, i just feel like, like they fit us perfectly yeah I'm the older sister and the younger sister the only i think it's just and perfect. we can still just bop around arm in arm yes exactly uh, and that is the real thing just the fact that we get to be together that's all i really care time, about yeah. mm-hmm. and we're princesses and we <laughs> yeah we got so great upgraded yeah five-year-old emily would just be so proud right now oh yeah oh 100 percent five-year-old maddie would be like no i don't believe you <laughs> Exactly. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. we're doing great. <laughs> All right, and that is this episode of Spill the Mead. All right, Arrivederci. See you at a fresh cup. And now it's time for a fresh cup. Fresh cup. Drink it, drink it. <laughs> Do we need to have like a little theme song <laughs> for a fresh cup? I feel like the theme song is just how we're feeling that day. Yeah, you know what? It'll change with the days. We sing it with our heart. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so today is from Reddit, subreddit, true, off my chest. Mm. My ex-husband passed away. I'm to inherit everything, and his girlfriend that he left me for is trying to contest his will. Oh, hell no. Yep. Okay. I'm already, I've already picked a side. You don't even (laughs) have to do it. I I feel terrible and I don't know if I'm entitled to his money, but I can't deny that I'm tempted not only because it was his wish, but also because I don't want to say no to this amount of money around 1.3 million euros. Oh yeah. That girl, that girl that he left her for can fuck right off. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's your money, sweetie. Uh-huh. Okay. My ex-husband, male 48, came to me, female 44, one day and told me that he was leaving me. This was about eight years ago and I was four months pregnant with our first oh, child. Oh my God. No. I'm so... Mm. I can't describe the hurt and confusion I was feeling. He didn't give me any reason. I thought we were soulmates and we were married for 10 years. Oh my God. I didn't see it coming at all. I tried to reason with him, but he was decided and he moved out within a week. A week later, his lawyer sent me a letter to move from the apartment. I found out a couple weeks later that he had met someone, female 33, and that's why he was divorcing me and buying me out of our apartment. He never spoke to me until I had a late miscarriage two months after. And then she said, not blaming him. I am. I am. I am. 100% I am. Yeah, what the I am. fuck was that? Are you kidding me? And she started this. Uh, the first thing she said is, I feel terrible. What? <gasps> Why? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. He texted me that he wanted to see me and talk. I didn't reply. Good for fucking you. Yeah. I'd be like, you are dead to me. Oh, bitch. Yeah. Oh, he tried to reach out a few times, but I never answered him. When I met my current husband, male 42, he oh, stopped good. trying to contact me. I'm now happily married with two children, oh. a five-year-old girl and a three-year-old boy. Oh. About six months ago, I heard that he was terminally ill. I felt sad for him, of course, but I refused to go and see him as his last wish. This haunts me now. I know what he's done. No, he fucked you over. Yeah. The- I don't care how much money he gave you. Yeah, no. It was honestly mm-hmm. after 10 years of marriage, leaving you four months pregnant for some younger girl. Like, and then you that's have the least a he miscarriage could do. after, yeah. like, no. You can it's clearly you not blame him all you want, but yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm, that very easily could be from stress. Oh, yeah. No. Um, his parents tried to get me to visit him, but I refused. I support this. What do you say to someone who hurt you this bad after all these years? Yeah. Does him dying make it less hurtful? Does mm-hmm. it make me forget my resentment? I didn't want to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I support no, this. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. You owe him nothing. Yep. 
Now his will stated that I'm getting the majority of his estate. Good. His parents get a generous amount for the retirement and his nephew gets money for college. But other than that, I get everything else, including the apartment. He had a letter where he told me he was sorry about everything. He'd never stopped loving me or thinking of me. In his mind, I was still his wife. He never got over the loss of our baby and felt responsible for it. He seemed really remorseful and he seemed to have followed my life closely. He knew who my husband was, my children, their names, my current job. I appreciate the letter, but it made me feel so guilty that I didn't give him his last wish. Don't. No. Maybe I'm callous for saying that, but like dying doesn't change the fact that he was a fucking asshole during his life. Yeah. Like that's I, yeah, you can't just say, like, oh, man, sorry. Like, what, did your your little girlfriend not work out the yeah. thought, you know, the way you thought she would? Yeah. And so now you're want- wishing that you didn't do it? Like, I, Yeah, no. you were like, mm, pregnant wife who I've been with for a long time, stability. No, I want this girl who's 10 years younger than me. Well, and, and she... And just throw it all away at the drop of a hat, not to contact your wife ever again. Like, fuck oh, you. she said that he didn't even contact her until, like, after the miscarriage. Yes. So yeah. not even checking up on the like no on your absolutely own child. not no and it it's one of those things we've talked about this before it's one of those things where like everything's worse when she's pregnant you know it's like yeah. cheating on your wife is shitty but it's shittier when your wife's pregnant oh you absolutely. know like it just adds to it yeah like oh you God. go from disgusting to fucking despicable Oh, like, she better get that money. The and then this bitch is going to come along and be like, no, that's my money. Like, oh, mm, no, 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 no. Because no, no. <laughs> it's not like she didn't know. Okay, there's more. Oh, um, God. Okay. My ex-in-laws are now asking me to be fair and share the inheritance with his girlfriend or she would be on the street. Since she met him, she had dropped college and never worked a day in her life, and she has nothing to her name. The Aww. girlfriend is threatening to contest the will. <laughs> Do it. And said it says that I have used and abused him and his trust. She doesn't fucking talk <laughs> to him. Yeah, what are you years. talking about? And also, I'm sorry, apparently he didn't think so because he left it to uh, her yeah. in his will. Exactly. You don't get shit. Uh-huh. Oh, oh God. I have manipulated him to give me everything and that she won't and she won't leave her home. I don't know what to do. I don't feel she's entitled to my money. And even if her existence doesn't hurt me anymore, I still hate her. Oh, yeah. She's 33, and I don't feel that I have an obligation to provide for her. No. Also, isn't it disrespectful to go against my ex-husband's wishes? Yes. Yeah. I mean... I Yeah, I don't even really know what else there is to say. That's like, why you don't marry a cheater. Yeah. Or get witnesses. She didn't even marry him. Yeah. Like, There's boyfriend and girlfriend. And also, like... Oh, really? Yes. He, he didn't marry the... <gasps> he didn't marry the other woman? No! Oh my it, god. It's been please how, can, please did they contest say how many the will. years since I they mean, split. Because she at said least she has two other kids. She has at least a five-year-old girl, which means it's been at least six years. Yeah. So Oh no. Plus that whole other pregnancy. So like seven. She was a fucking girlfriend this whole uh-huh. time. Oh my god, the audacity. Like who should be out on the street? Oh, the same street he fucking met her on. Yeah. Bye. Like I mean out. 1.3 million euros is so much money that personally I'm the kind of person where I would be like, I don't want to fucking deal with you. So I will <laughs> I mean off. we know how well this worked out in the Anna Buskler case where her, her <laughs> yeah. siblings are like, hey, we'll give you money if you never fucking you talk to us again. Or up. her dad did. And then she's like, sure. Took the money and then kept contesting things. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to consider that might happen. But I would try for that. I'd be like, I'll give you fucking, 
I'll be generous. A hundred thousand like euros. Yeah. To never fucking talk to me again. You. To never take me to court. To yeah. just leave. You are a way better person than I. I'd be like, yeah, contest it. Let's go. I have 1.3 million euros <laughs> to get a baller ass lawyer. It's it was so literally true. written in his will. Come at me. This mm-hmm. kind of just seems like karma. And now I'm going to counter sue your ass. And now you're going to owe me money. Like, oh, yeah, I, no. Let's yeah, fucking see, fight it out. Actually being in that space, I think I am too vengeful i think i am too much of a petty bitch but also i would just be like this whole situation just sounds utterly exhausting it does and so i i feel like there would be a part of me that would be like oh my gosh just take like a little bit and get the fuck out of my face and never talk to me again you're you're Mm -hmm. a better yeah no i'd be like out of being a good person it's out of like go away your own peace of mind i just don't want to deal with it like i want to enjoy my money yeah i want to enjoy my sweet ass husband who's never gonna leave me and my sweet ass kids i can't believe fuck off with that whole past i'm just like no the whole thing and then his parents have the audacity like no four months pregnant early miscarriage late miscarriage he left me for something no yeah i mean no no fucking wonder he was the way he was right with parents like that oh yeah no (laughs) yeah jesus christ that's my input i don't i cannot even fathom anyone in the comments siding with the cheating ass girlfriend i don't think any of them do but we'll We'll go through a couple of them. Uh, top one is OP should offer the ex-in-laws an option to buy out the apartment since they want to help girlfriends so bad. That shouldn't be a problem. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's a great option. Uh-huh. Um, okay. She can contest, but good luck proving it in court. Plus, yeah. if she's too broke to even survive, how can she afford a lawyer? That's what oh, I'm well. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's still gonna have so yeah, what the fuck many, is she gonna do? so much money left over after she gets a great attorney with all that money. Oh like, my god! Again, I would counter sue her. Yeah. Fuck you! Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how. I would just explain it to Laura. And be like, look, I don't know the law, but like, is there something? I feel like we can always sue someone. Yeah. How can we sue her back? Like, I hate I, this girl with with shit like cheating. Cheating yeah. specifically, I become a grudge holder. Yes. To be clear, I've never been cheated on by my husband. At least, yeah, I've never been <laughs> cheated on, but I am a fucking grudge holder for other people if they're like oh yeah my husband cheated on me i'll hate him past his dying day 100 i will visit his grave and i won't spit on it or anything but i'll flip him off and i'll be like hey i'm just here to say fuck you in the afterlife yeah i'm a petty ass bitch when it comes to cheating i hate that shit yeah same 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 but (laughs) uh like i yeah i feel like i'd probably take the petty route actually with this really yeah i I, I, I wouldn't give her money. I, I would be couldn't. like, you can suck right off. After everything, after all yep. of that, you the want baby me dying? to no. turn around and yeah. I, like, I owe her something? Like, you ruined my life. Mm-hmm. Like, no. I'm sorry he didn't leave you money. I, I'm glad you had like a, this free ride for the last however yeah. many years. Maybe you shouldn't have dropped out of college and given up on everything. I exactly. don't know. Yeah. Like, Maybe apparently he didn't like, like you that much. If, if he was like, hey... You don't have to work. I have money. Maybe you should have been like, okay, cool. I'm going to need to make sure that I'm in your will then. Yeah. Or if like, anything happens. Marry me or yeah. something. Like, I don't know. Especially like, like as he was terminally ill. That means like she knew it was coming. Yeah. Did she not be like, hey, you're not going to like leave me high and dry. Right. But well, but why did he, you know, like I, right. that's what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't. God, you you upturned your whole life for this bitch. Like, but you didn't leave her anything? You threw everything mm. away. Yeah. She just seems like a shit person. And then you are going to contest his will? You're a girlfriend. I can't. No, uh-huh. I, I hate it. Also, like, I the toxicity it. of him, like, he's dead now, but him saying, like, that he always saw her 
as his wife like oh yeah go fuck yourself literally dude. fuck right off yeah as much as i hate her like i don't care how much money he left to his ex-wife he can still go fuck himself oh yeah i know I, I don't even feel bad that like we're shit talking a dead man right no. now like uh-uh. i i know Nope. Shit people in life don't mean they're good people in death. Like, you're still a shit person. No. I do love that he, like, <laughs> like regretted his decision so much mm. that he, like, kept up with her life and How everything. Sad it, okay. That's fucking pathetic. But, like, she has the old ultimate satisfaction oh, yeah. of being like, oh, my God, like, he kept up with my life. Mm-hmm. He left all his, basically all his money to me mm-hmm. and said, fuck you to his girl. Like, the- but, and meanwhile... OP is living her best goddamn life oh, yeah. with a husband and kids mm-hmm. and like and is doing great. 1.3 million euros. And now yeah. with 1.3 yeah. million euros. She can skip all minus the way down the to the bank. fees. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, another person said, why don't they just share, why don't the parents just share their generous amount with a girlfriend since they care so much about her? Yep. Yeah. Um, she did have some edits. I haven't read them. So let me see. Um, okay. Okay, one edit. Edit, you guys have given me a lot to think about, and I thank every one of you. Many have asked me if I was doing this because I hated the girlfriend because of our past, and if that hatred has clouded my judgment. Yeah. No, that's, I think, that's okay. I think, isn't it obvious? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I clearly, yeah, I'm, that's what we're all here for, right? Like, oh, so insightful, everybody. Uh Like, yeah, she's clearly blinded by hatred. That's the point. And it's awesome when you're blinded by hatred, hatred. when you just got 1.3 million euros (laughs) handed to you. So, (laughs) yep. Thank you for giving me this to think about. Instead, I asked myself, If the girlfriend wasn't the one I had history with, if it was just a random innocent woman he met later, would I feel that she's entitled to the money he left me? No. My answer was still no. Yes. So now I'm pretty sure of my decision. Yet regardless of her, that is his money to do what he wanted with as shitty of a person as he was yeah he still has the right to do what he wants with his yeah. money and if he doesn't want to give it to his current girlfriend he doesn't fucking have and to i mean just to play like devil's advocate here let's mm-hmm. say let's say that this girlfriend had no clue that he was married and is just this innocent little 33 year old bystander and she took care of him in his dying days and then to her complete shock and awe he left her nothing i still don't fucking feel like i need to give you any of my money yeah like i'm sorry i i don't he was a piece of mm -hmm. shit to me too bitch i don't know what to tell you but yeah i'm taking to the fucking club yeah like again i really feel like you should have like crossed some t's dotted some i's before he died you knew he was dying why did you not make sure that this was all put together for you yeah after his death um she did say, I'm happy that it wasn't based on my hate or resentment as I originally thought and felt guilty about. I believe whatever he's left me for whatever reason is mine and therefore nobody's entitled to it. Thank you so much for helping me reach this conclusion. Good for fucking you, OP. Oh, man. I support this wholeheartedly. I hope that she and her husband and her kids are having the absolute best life. I hope they buy a summer home in Italy. Yep. And I hope that she thinks nothing of this ever, ever, ever again mm-hmm. and just enjoys her life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I wish all the best. Yep. The best for revenge her. is living well. Yes. Yeah. Her and her babies and her husband who's not a fucking asshole. Yep. God bless. All right. Bye. That's it for today. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Spill the Mead is written and produced by Emily Bourdon and Maddie Gervais. Music is composed by Nicholas Lee. You can find him at nicholasleemusic.com. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-L-E-I-G-H-M-U-S-I-C.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Spill the Mead.